the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Or Salem Media Group. Welcome to The Advocate with your host, Nick Phillips. And now, here's your host, Nick Phillips. Good evening, Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with another edition of The Advocate on a cold winter night. Seems like winter goes on forever and ever. And uh, we are less than 60 days away from spring, so that's a good thing. And uh, this uh, coming week, we're about to experience the coldest weather uh, here in Cleveland that uh, we've had in, they tell me, in the last 25 years. So get ready for those below zero temperatures, I think, like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, uh, thereabouts. But anyway, it's that time of year again where we do talk about a breath of fresh air. And uh, we're talking, of course, about the great big home and garden show over at the IX Center coming up next weekend. And with us tonight, we have Rosanna Rabnicki. Rosanna, are you there? I am. Rosanna, How are you? I'm great. You always talk with a smile in your voice. I love it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, why wouldn't I smile? I can't believe the show is like less than a week away. I'm so excited. <laughs> you know, t- uh, earlier today, you and I were talking, and uh, here at uh, WHK, we've been on with The Advocate for this is our 11th year, and you've been on the show for nine years already. That's, that's a long time. Yes. And um, actually, this is our 10-year anniversary, even though I've been on the so, show for nine years. Wow. But this is our 10-year anniversary that we've been producing the show at the IX Center. So we're excited this year because we've got a lot of things going on. Well, very good. Well, like every year at this time, uh, most of us, un- unless you're a skier and snowboarder, uh, we're, we're not really too happy with the sub-zero temperatures and the cold and the slush and the salt and the layering of clothing. And uh, we're looking for a place to go where we can take the coat off, check it in, and walk around for an hour or two in reasonable temperatures and see things. So that would be the great big home and garden show, right? It sure does. And we've got so much going on. And, you know, there's 600-plus companies on the show floor. So if you have a project in mind, there's something for everyone. Roofing, siding, windows, landscaping, flooring, countertops kitchen, bath, anything that you're looking for, I'm sure you'll find it at the Great Big Home and Garden Show. Well, and and that's good, too, because if you go there with that in mind, not just to get out of the weather, not just to see the gardens and the houses and all of that, but to actually try to do some business, uh, these contractors are there to do business. Uh, Now's the time to, I guess, get get you on their schedules for the year. Uh, what, What kind of contractors do we have this year? Well, of course, all kinds of contractors. So if you're looking for windows, there's plenty of window companies. If you're looking for roofing, there's plenty of roofing companies. If you're looking to just get some inspiration Mm -hmm. and design ideas, of course, there's something for everyone. But um, this year, our gardens, I'm so excited, are fairy tale themed. So so you get the idea of, you know, what you can do for your backyard, but at the same time, there's fairy tale themes. So there's a little bit of fun into it. So you have like Little Red Riding Hood and Hansel and Gretel, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, the Alice in Wonderland. So I'm excited to see how these gardens turned out. And they're already started. They've started it this past week. So we're excited to, I'm excited to go and see them. I'll, I'll be at the IX Center tomorrow for a setup. And I'm so excited to see these gardens. I can't even stand it. Now, uh, each year, I think you still do that. You have celebrity gardens. Do you have any celebrities we might know of uh, that are sponsoring gardens this year? Well, we don't do the celebrity gardens, but, of course, we have celebrities at the show. um, Who's coming out? Oh, we're so excited. Main stage, we have HGTV Desert Flippers, which is Eric and Lindsay Bennett. And, of course, they're from the desert, Arizona. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. No, I think because there's other desert people out of Palm Springs, California. These are the. This is a couple from Arizona. Yeah. Okay. So, well, you know, I I mentioned to you earlier, my wife's a big fan of HGTV, so she's gonna be thrilled to see these people. Are they gonna be there every day of the show, or what days will they be there? They'll be 
at the show Friday, um, February 1st, and Saturday, February 2nd. Um, let's see. On um, the 1st, they'll be there at 4 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then on Saturday, they'll be there at 1 o'clock and then 4 o'clock again. Now, what is the setup like? I mean, we're all familiar, most of us are familiar with the uh, IX Center. Is there a stage and a lot of seats, or is there an auditorium, or are they just going to be milling around and you get to talk to them, or how is this going to lay out? Oh, no, there's a main stage, and um, as you come in through the show, it's, it's closer to the back of the show, but there's also the houses back there. We have um, a house built by Blossom Homes. Um, it's actually the a millennial, a modernized millennial colonial and it's a four-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath, energy-efficient home, but it's only 1,800 square feet. So if you're familiar with, like, the Tremont and Ohio mm-hmm. City areas, that's what they're building now, now at this time. And they're just a little bit smaller, but they're definitely, you know, made so that you'll have um, a plenty of room, but also it's very energy-efficient. So when we say millennial, we're talking about the that generation that are known as millennials. Is that why? Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> that real, real quick, that's not yeah. my generation. <laughs> no, it's not mine. I, I'll, uh, if there are any millennials <laughs> listening, I'll trade you. Uh, I will buy your age uh, if you'll take mine. <laughs> but uh, what, what, are the, what are the qualities of a millennial home? I think you mentioned some. Uh, what, what do we think about millennials other than they're well, nice, nice and young? <laughs> Nice, young, right. So, and they've got more floors where it's built a little taller where, Mm -hmm. you know, at our age, we like to have those ranch homes so we don't have to go up all those steps, but. (laughs) Well, I even take it a step further. I say, so it's EMS. They don't have to go up any stairs. They can just come in and haul me out, you know, when when I need an emergency (laughs) call, you know, haven't needed them yet, but, uh, but we're planning well in advance, hopefully. Well, uh, I said, I go. My gosh, all these steps, and a lot of these homes even have, like, the rooftop um, entertaining, so you have to go up either another set of steps. I see. I'm like, oh, my goodness. So you have to be a millennial to be able to get up the stairs. (laughs) Exactly. So that's, you know, pretty much when these little millennial homes, they're a little bit smaller, right, compared to, like, you know, I think we like those really big, huge homes, but, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, now these younger millennials like the smaller homes which is good you know but they're they're built more up you know where they go up the steps and more energy efficient and you know they utilize the space a little bit better i think all that uh, all that good stuff that we're all supposed to be doing uh real quick do you know in your your work with talking about millennials and everything do we have any idea what what qualifies as a millennial people born i guess what around the year 2000 so people who are now in their, like, early 20s to 30s? Those are the millennials? Yeah. <laughs> Since I'm not a millennial, and I do have children that are millennials, uh-huh. um, yeah, pretty much in that age group, yeah. And they're going to rule the world momentarily, I think, if they don't already. Right. <laughs> We're the baby boomers. They're the millennials. Yeah, yeah, we, we have them out there, so... But uh, now, tell me about the houses because they actually construct houses. If you haven't been out to the Ike Center to see the, uh, the the great big home and flower home and garden show, uh, they they actually build homes. So what do they do with these homes after the show? So the Blossom Home is actually already sold, really? and so they'll okay. take it down and they'll rebuild it. How do they? What do they do? Use uh, wooden pegs or something in holes? How do? <laughs> how I do have they, no idea. But was, they take, wow. it's amazing how they do it. So even like the kitchen and so the person who purchased the home actually picks their decor. So mm-hmm. their flooring and their cabinets and their, you know, countertops, all of that, they pick it so that when they take down the home and rebuild it, it's all the things that they have picked already. Even, even like the, um, the light fixtures, anything mm-hmm. that you see in the home is, is definitely the taste of whoever purchased that home. So I'm kind of excited to see that because I haven't seen the home yet. And, uh, you know, I, I keep seeing pictures and they send me pictures because they start the home in early December. Oh, my. So they've, and they've had access there. And it days uh-huh. to build it. Well, it's so, not okay. That's I didn't know that because sometimes when you get in there, you wonder, gee, did they just come in uh, Thursday and 
throw it together, and now it's here for Friday? Oh, no. Oh, my. <laughs> it takes quite a while. And um, Weaver Homes this year is building a Cedarbrook home. Mm-hmm. And we're, you know, that's, again, Weaver Barnes has been so great in building these beautiful homes that you can either use as a vacation home or, you know, residential. But, you know, definitely more of that rustic look. So um, we have the millennial home, but we also have this beautiful Weaver Barnes Cedarbrook home that you can use as a vacation oh, home or mind. whatever you're looking well, for. We're, we're talking to Rosanna Rebnicki. She's the show manager for the Great Big Home and Garden Show. And right now, if you'd like some tickets, free tickets to the Home and Garden Show, give us a call here at WHK. The number is 216-901-0945. 216-901-0945. And uh, you'll get some free tickets. So we'll be back after these words. You're listening to Nick Phillips here on The Advocate. We'll be right back. You didn't plan it this way. You spent your entire life being careful, protecting your body, and staying healthy when the carelessness of another changes your life forever. You need to know what is expected of you to prove your claim. You further have been changed forever. Know it is up to you to make your case. The lawyers at Phillips & Millie together have over 80 years of experience. If you have a case or think you may, call the law firm of Phillips & Millie at 440-243-2800. Hi, I'm Pat Lamb. Select Insurance Services is a family-run business and your personal shopper for auto, home, and business insurance. Plus, I'm Dave Ramsey's endorsed local provider. I think you'll agree, insurance is confusing, but at the same time, it's very important to your financial security. We believe insurance should be secured through a professional. Why? Because one wrong click in the do-it-yourself plan could cost you everything. Our approach stands out because we ask the right questions, listen to your personal situation, and share our knowledge to close potential coverage gaps. This is an experience a do-it-yourself plan can't provide. Did you know there could be a coverage gap when you drive someone else's car? So call us today, 440-237-8555, or check us out at selectinsservice.com. 440-237-8555, or selectinsservice.com. Hi, this is Nick Phillips, host of The Advocate. Pat Lamb and Select Insurance have been my insurance agents for years. Wonderful to work with and never a hassle. Call Pat Lamb at Select insurance for your insurance needs. How's your back? Every day, thousands of people suffer with unrelenting back pain that takes time from their normal life. Dr. Patrick McCluskey and his staff at the Timber Ridge Neck and Back Pain Clinic provide the helping hands to relieve those nagging pains. Located in North Royalton at Sprague and York Roads, schedule an appointment today with the Timber Ridge Neck and Back Pain Clinic by calling 440-884-0083 for an appointment. That's 440-884-0083. Just imagine being neck and back pain free. More than just a dentist, Dr. Carl Hedgie provides dental treatments for occlusions, TMJ problems, and for aesthetic rehabilitation. In dental practice for over 30 years, Dr. Hedgie has provided state-of-the-art dental treatment for all of his patients. Dr. Carl Hedgie is skilled at treating and resolving complicated dental problems. Located across from the North Royalton High School, call Dr. Hedgie's office for an appointment or visit his website at drhedgie.com. That's Dr. Carl Hedgie, H-E-G-Y-I at 440-237-3338 for the very best in dental care. Children, the product of a married couple who were once in love. Unfortunately, sometimes the marriage does not work and parents must get divorced. This is traumatic for the children as well as for the adults. The law firm of Phillips and Millie offers advice and representation in family law matters. Remember, your children are entitled to the utmost consideration when mom and dad have to part. Phillips and Millie, your local law firm on the west side of Middleburg Heights. Telephone 440-243-2800. Welcome back Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with another segment of The Advocate and Tonight. We're so pleased to be talking to Rosanna Radnicki. She's the show manager for the Great Big Home and Garden Show in Cleveland over at the IX Center. Rosanna, thank you for joining us. 
Thank you for having me. As, as I, uh, I was telling Rosanna before the show that we wanted to start with the song Rosanna because that would have been so appropriate. Uh, we're still we're still taking calls, by the way. Rosanna has a, a number of free tickets for us. Uh, the ticket price at the door looks like it's $15 a person. So give a call in now here at uh, WHK at 216-901-0945. Sorry about that. 216-901-0945. And uh, collect your free tickets to the Great Big Home and Garden Show. And Rosanna, yes, I mentioned $15 a ticket. Um, they can buy them at the door? They sure can. They can buy them at the door. They can buy them at um, any discount drug mart locations, or they can buy them at E&H Ace Hardware locations, um, along with, you know, of course, going online at greatbighomeandgarden.com. They can get their discounted tickets there also. Well, but a uh, question I always have, because the show always happens to come at a brutal time of winter, and uh, people have to park over in the uh, in the big IX parking lot and then walk across over there to get there, uh, to get into the IX Center. Is there parking for, is there charges for parking? It, I'm sorry. Oh, do is, we, is, there, is there a cost for parking? Oh, there is. There is. Um, so it's through the IX Center, and it's $10 for each car. Um, which, you know, of course, I think is pretty reasonable. Oh, it's because normal. If you go, yeah. yeah, you know, to any sporting events or anything else, right, you know that you have to park. But, you know, on the bright side, it is not too far away from the building, and you know that there's a lot of parking there. So, yeah, yeah. You know, but, yes, I know it's cold. It <laughs> That's is, That's the it only is. thing. It's real cold. But I can't believe through- how cold it is. But as soon as they walk into the IX Center, it'll be beautiful spring. You'll just feel that warmth. And I, as I mentioned, I personally like to get that winter jacket off uh, and the scarf and the hat, and the gloves and all that stuff. And there's a check-in right by the door there, right? You can. Oh, there sure is, right. For so a couple bucks. Check in your coats, a couple dollars. It's, it's well worth it. So you don't have to take it around with you. And, you know, through our research, we found out that, you know, most people will spend from four to six hours at least at the show, you know, because there really is so much to do. It is quite an event. You know, it's not only looking at all the exhibitors, but there's so many different features on the show floor. I forgot to even mention we oh, have a backyard living feature um, from Pops Consulting, and they're building a treehouse along with these really cool vignettes like a little she shed and a kid's bunkhouse and a fitness hut. I'm just thrilled to see that. I all can't right. wait. Stop. You just used a term that I heard on an insurance commercial once. Oh, and one burned shed. down. What in the world is a she shed? Well, it's like Sue sold like seashells at, a, at the seashore, kind of. <laughs> yeah, right. Say that 20 times. Yeah. So if, you know, your wife wants to spend time away from you, she can build Hard a to little imagine. she shed in, her ba- in the backyard <laughs> uh-huh. where she can go and maybe read a book or, you know, just relax, you know, and, and have her own space, maybe even work out or whatever she wants to do back there. She can make it whatever she wants to make it and just enjoy herself. So there will be one at the uh, Home and Garden Show this year that uh, I can actually show my wife. Yes, and she'll probably want one. <laughs> or two, or a big one. Or two. Now, what's the male? <laughs> is there a male equivalent for a she shed? Do guys get something like that? Wasn't well, that the man cave? That has to be indoors, usually in a an unused part of the house in the basement. Right, the basement. <laughs> so, out of the <laughs> way. In the basement or in the garage. Those are the only two places. Oh, great. Well, in any event, we'll, we'll find out what a she shed looks like and uh, see if we could say that 20 times. But uh, my, my goodness. Well, now, what else do we have to look forward to? What, what else is there? We have the contractors. Um, you know, of course, if you're walking around the uh, IX Center and uh, if you're walking around vigorously, there's so many tens of thousands there, of square feet there. there the, is. Okay, so I have to tell you about this one thing. Okay. I'm so excited. It's called The Vault, and it's built by Architectural Justice. And they're featuring, like, one-of-a-kind statement pieces, like beautiful gems, which means that, like, there's certain things that are made out of wood or stone or metal or other natural materials. And they're featuring it in this beautiful, it's, it's beautiful. It's like this, they almost, like, built like a house. It almost looks like a house. But they're featuring all these different products in the house. 
And mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with architectural justice, but they're out of Medina. They also have like the, um, a restaurant and a showroom in the Strongsville area on, on um, 82. But it, it, the products they have are absolutely beautiful. And I'm, again, excited to see that. Oh, it's, so it's, a, it's a shame that I haven't even seen it yet, but I've, I'm going tomorrow, and I can't wait. Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, we're, we're going to catch up with you when we get over to uh, the IAC Center uh, this uh, probably Friday, either Friday or Saturday. We'll, we'll catch up with you and find out all of these things. But in the meantime, uh, we have one of our callers has a question concerning uh, the price for children. Is there a kid's price, or do you charge for children over a certain age, or how does that work? So under five are free. Mm-hmm. And then from um, 6 to 12, it's $5. And then, of course, adult price over 12. Over 12, okay. So very good. So that's uh, $5, 6 to 12, and under, 5 and under, I under guess. Under 5 are free, yeah. Are free, free of charge. Free. Okay, very good. Well, you know, as we're, we're talking about wandering around, checking your coat, and uh, burning up all those calories and needing some energy, uh, are the fudge people still around? Of course, I have a fudge. <laughs> You can't a, have a home show without Riba Fudge. No, no, I think they actually own part of that IX Center in there, so uh, <laughs> you always have to get, get some of that. But Now, when the um, show is over, I, I remember they used to do this. I don't know if you guys still do this. You have all the vendors there with uh, all of their, their, their water features, with their plants and everything. Uh, do they haul them out, or do they sell them to the people yet, or how does that work? So when you go to the show, if you are interested in purchasing some of the plants, you would talk to the landscaper and they would make arrangements where you can just come back to the show and pick it up. So they're definitely, you know, even at the houses, you know, certain furniture um, might be for sale. I know Petites is going to be there and they have some outdoor furniture that's going to be for sale. You know, so if you want to pick it up, you know, after the show is over, of course, we make it as convenient as possible. And you can come and pick it up afterwards. But that, you know, goes along with any of the plants. If, you know, you want to purchase those or any of the products, you know, there's a lot of of our um, clients on the show floor that are selling products, and you can certainly purchase them right off the show floor. Well, that's what I remember. That was one of those uh, sort of little-known regular things that would go on that people, uh, once they found out about it, a lot of people would come out to the show just to look over what is out there and then uh, buy some of these things right from the vendors. Uh, I, re- I remember water features in particular. There was one vendor one year that had um, some large sandstone blocks that were carved up and mm-hmm. made a great water feature that um, my wife was interested in, in buying, but someone had already beat her to it, and that was during the show. So these sales are being made on the spot. So uh, Right on the spot, yeah. yeah and, that, and, and they'll have show specials, so you have to remember, like, you know, most of these companies will have these great show specials, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's a, a great time to take advantage of it now instead of waiting. Well, with that big, heavy sandstone water feature my wife wanted, I was just dying to find out how she was going to carry it out of there, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she was. They, they were going to have, uh, I, I suppose you work out delivery arrangements and all that. Of course. All that <laughs> civilized stuff. So uh, so that that sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. Now, the show runs from what dates to when? How long are you going to be well, there? Well, it starts on Friday, February 1st, and it goes through Sunday, February 10th. Um, on Friday, it opens at 11 o'clock, and we're open till 9 o'clock on Friday, Saturday from 10 to 9, Sunday from 10 to 5, the first Sunday. And then during the week, we're open from 11 to 9, and then, of course, on Saturday, 10 to 9, and then the final Sunday, February 10th, we're open from 10 to 6. Well, ample time to get out there. Uh, and, and I know for me this happens just at the right time of the uh, the winter here when I, I'm fed up with it. <laughs> so if, if even if you're not planning to buy anything but to look around, it's a, it's a great way to duck out of the winter weather. And, boy, is it going to be a mean week coming up here, I've heard. And that shouldn't affect any of the flowers in the IX Center, should it? No, no, and it's it's warm in the IX Center. You'll feel that spring. Oh, and I, I can't forget to tell you, too, we're having a long putt contest um, by Keeper's Turf, and you can actually win a backyard putting green. 
from Keeper's Turf. So you oh. have to try your chance on a long putt contest. How many of those are they giving away? <laughs> one, <laughs> one a day? <laughs> That'll be a lot. No, actually, they're going to um, try, and then you can come back to the show on Sunday, and then they'll have a final, like, Oh, my goodness. Well, very good. Well, at least if, you, uh, if you're the winning putter on February 1st, your name will be up there until somebody beats you. And then yeah. uh, come back for the final thing on uh, February 10th. Well, yeah. it, again, you, you are the harbinger of spring, Rosanna, and it's great to have you on every year, and uh, this year being no exception. Uh, so be sure to see Rosanna Rabnicki out at the Great Big Home and Garden Show, the IX Center, this February, starting next Friday, from the 1st of February to the 10th of February this year. So, Rosanna, thank you so much, and thank you for the tickets for our listeners. Thank you for having me. Wear uh, comfortable shoes, and I'll see you at the show. We'll see you at the show. Thank you so much. We're going to take a short break now. You're listening to Nick Phillips here on WHK, The Advocate. We'll be right back after these words. Don't go away. Hi, I'm Pat Lamb. Select Insurance Services is a family-run business and your personal shopper for auto, home, and business insurance. Plus, I'm Dave Ramsey's endorsed local provider. I think you'll agree, insurance is confusing, but at the same time, it's very important to your financial security. We believe insurance should be secured through a professional. Why? Because one wrong click in the do-it-yourself plan could cost you everything. Our approach stands out because we ask the right questions, listen to your personal situation, and share our knowledge to close potential coverage gaps. This is an experience a do-it-yourself plan can't provide. Did you know there could be a coverage gap when you drive someone else's car? So call us today, 440-237-8555, or check us out at selectinsservice.com. 440-237-8555, or selectinsservice.com. Hi, this is Nick Phillips, host of The Advocate. Pat Lamb and Select Insurance have been my insurance agents for years. Wonderful to work with and never a hassle. Call Pat Lamb at Select Insurance for your insurance. You didn't plan it this way. You spent your entire life being careful, protecting your body, and staying healthy when the carelessness of another changes your life forever. You need to know what is expected of you to prove your claim. You further have been changed forever. Know it is up to you to make your case. The lawyers at Phillips & Millie together have over 80 years of experience. If you have a case or think you may, call the law firm of Phillips & Millie at 440-243-2800. How's your back? Every day, thousands of people suffer with unrelenting back pain that takes time from their normal life. Dr. Patrick McCluskey and his staff at the Timber Ridge Neck and Back Pain Clinic provide the helping hands to relieve those nagging pains. Located in North Royalton at Sprague and York Roads, schedule an appointment today with the Timber Ridge Neck and Back Pain Clinic by calling 440-884-0083 for an appointment. That's 440-884-0083. Just imagine being neck and back pain free. More than just a dentist, Dr. Carl Hedgie provides dental treatments for occlusions, TMJ problems, and for aesthetic rehabilitation. In dental practice for over 30 years, Dr. Hedgie has provided state-of-the-art dental treatment for all of his patients. Dr. Carl Hedgie is skilled at treating and resolving complicated dental problems. Located across from the North Royalton High School, call Dr. Hedgie's office for an appointment or visit his website at drhedgie.com. That's Dr. Carl Hedgie, H-E-G-Y-I at 440-237-3338 for the very best in dental care. Welcome back, Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with another segment of The Advocate. In the next two segments, we're going to be enjoying the company of State Representative Dave Greenspan, who's going to bring us an update as to what's going on in Columbus. Representative Greenspan, thank you for, again, as always, joining us. Uh, well, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to be here and on a cold, cold January evening, but uh, but it's always good, always good to to be on your show. I do, do appreciate it. Well, thank you so much. We we appreciate hearing directly from someone in Columbus what's going on with our our state government, and and as always, uh, we're we're ready to hear your monthly update on what's going on. So it's a yeah. new it's a new year. You have a new legislature. What's happening? Anything that's yeah. uh, worthwhile? Well, it. Yeah, this is really, you know, in addition to being, you know, a new year, it's it's the beginning of a new General Assembly, so we're starting the 133rd General Assembly. And obviously, as we've talked in the past, they're two-year two year terms, or each General Assembly is a two-year period. So uh, in addition to beginning a new General Assembly, we have a number of new members actually in the House. 
of the 99 members, 31 are are new, uh, new freshman members, and this is as a result of term limits and some moving on to statewide offices and some uh, moving over to the Senate and what have you. We've had some uh, at least uh, one one member and possibly two that are that one has moved to the Senate. We have another one who's moving to the Senate due to vacancy. So we've got 31 new members in our chamber. Uh, we also have a new governor, uh, new lieutenant governor, and all the statewides. So there's a lot of a lot of transition uh, going on right now. The month of January is is an interesting month. Um, we we have had one session day, and we will only have one session day uh, in the House, and that was on Jan- on January seventh, at which time we elected a new speaker and uh, adopted some some just core fundamental operating rules, and then we basically recessed. Uh, until uh, our next session date is February 6th. So in between then and now, uh, we actually just had our, our majority caucus retreat this week, and I believe last week the, the minority party, the Democrats, had their um, their retreat. Or No, I take that back. They're, they haven't scheduled theirs yet, but they will be scheduling theirs. And um, right now it's, it's an organizational front, uh, not only for the legislature, uh, but also for the uh, new administrations, and I say that plural because not only do we have a new governor and lieutenant governor, but we have a new attorney general, um, state treasurer, state auditor, and secretary of state. So they are all standing up their administrations, which means a number of things. Obviously, setting priorities and getting their 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 respective uh, legislative and mm-hmm. um, and statutory offices in order, but also hiring. Uh, the people to whom they wish to have work with them and for them. So that process is happening now. Um, as I said in the House, we we had a speaker vote. Uh, Larry Householder is is the new speaker of the House, and he is in the process, as we learned this past week, of organizing and structuring the House. Um, we anticipate uh, soon to have our committee assignments, chairmanships, vice chairmanship assignments, as well as the leadership, uh, the rest of the leadership team, be announced. Um, the Democrats had their informal vote last week, and or revote, I should say. And when we go back in the session, February sixth, uh, we anticipate that the legislation or the, the re- resolution will be adopted to um, confirm the request of the of the uh, of the Democrats for their leadership, and the same thing for ours. Um, and then committee structures and so forth will be outlined. So right now in January, what what a number of us are focusing on, and and uh, and I was in Columbus uh, four days this week, and I'll be in Columbus three days uh, this coming week in anticipation of getting legislation that I plan on introducing, um, uh, modernized and harmonized with already existing law, and I'll explain that in a second. And to get ready to introduce legislation so that, that I can continue to represent the folks of the 16th district. The Senate, and I talked with Senator Dolan earlier, uh, earlier this week, and he is, he is in the same position I am insofar as anticipating, um, uh, chairmanships and committee assignments in the Senate and is working as well on getting legislation, um, you know, moving along and, and, uh, start, start that process. So it's, it's an exciting time. Um, we, we actually moved our, our office from the 11th floor up to the 13th floor, and so we were getting acclimated there. Uh, Jonathan Jurasevic, who was my aide uh, in the last General Assembly, is, is continuing as my legislative aide now. So if any of your listeners have reached out, reached out to our office, we're consistent in, in, in our uh, support team. And we're just looking forward to getting uh, getting things moving here and working with the DeWine administration as he set, sets forth his his legislative uh, agenda and priorities. Uh, we do know that he will be presenting to us and one of the first measures of business that, that the governor presents to the legislature in any General Assembly, new General Assembly, is is the transportation budget, which we will be getting by the end of, uh, mid to the end of February. Between the two chambers and the governor, we have to come to an agreement by March 31st uh, of the transportation budget because that's a budget that cannot have an emergency clause, which means it takes effect 90 days after it's entered and after it's signed by the governor, which would be no later than March 31st, so it's effective July 1st, which is when the current transportation budget ends. So we've got a tight, tight timeline to get that budget 
up and running and reviewed. The governor will present it to us. The House will get a shot at it probably about two weeks. And the Senate will have about two weeks. We'll come back and go into conference committee, um, you know, get the bill in, in good working form. And what's referred to as, as, as the, the three seats, the, the president of the Senate, the Speaker of the House, and the governor will sit down and negotiate, negotiate the final version of the bill. We will then pass it. He will then get it back and sign it. And it goes into law. In the middle of all of that, the governor will be presenting to us, if not his operating budget for the next two years, um, at least what's called the Blue Book, which is an outline of his strategic initiatives, uh, by March 15th. And then we have uh, until June 30th as a legislative body and the governor to enter uh, to, to pass a, an operating budget. And uh, so that will be... You know, the first six months just dealing with those two budgets is is very meaningful. But a number of legislators, including myself, are introducing bills and gaining you know co-sponsor support, um, so we can start the legislative process and having committee hearings. Once we uh, have the committees assigned and we start going going to work in earnest, I, I would anticipate no later than February sixth. But between you know January first and and then, we've been organizing and getting ready for this general assembly. Well, it definitely sounds like a busy time. And, uh, again, thank you for sharing because otherwise I don't think we're aware of uh, all the beehive of activity that's going on in all of these uh, agencies, offices, the new elected people coming in. But it uh, raises a couple of questions, uh, like when the caucuses for the parties, the Democrats and the Republicans, they have their their meetings. I assume those are off-site someplace just for, for each group. And uh, I would assume that one of the things that comes out of a meeting or a caucus like that is the 2019-20 legislative plan as to what kind of legislation do each group does each group want to see occurred. Is, is that what right. happens, or am I just assuming too much? No, no. Uh, well, I I, I, I I can speak to to our caucus, the Republican caucus, and 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 our retreat. Um, and, and yes, you're right. So uh, the speaker. You know, it had us list a number of issues that were important to us in our district or issues uh, that we view statewide, and and then we sit down in, as a as a group and and identify those issues that we that we all truly have in common, and and some of those obviously are not hard to to understand. Whether you're talking about local government funding or the opioid issue, we're dealing with education education and workforce development uh, infrastructure. You know, the, 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 there there are a lot of very common issues that we all share. Um, you know, we then we run into issues that that are are less common to some and more common to others when you get into dealing with urban, suburban, or rural rural issues. I mean, agriculture uh, up here in my district from from a from a, uh, a perspective is completely different than it is, um, say, down in central Ohio or other parts of the state, or even in Lorain County. As an example, you know, but but my district, we don't have a, a big ag environment. Um, although although as the Farm Bureau uh, likes to remind me, but but our our residents like to to uh, to eat and drink well, and and uh, so we do support our ag community. But there are urban issues such as 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 public transportation, as an example, that some of our more rural communities don't don't have as a robust, if any public transportation issues, um, you know, and uh, infrastructure. Right, so there right. are a lot of issues that this state deals with and tackles, and this is an opportunity for us to sit down and kind of look at, at, at everyone's issues and, and uh, help prioritize. Well, I, I could see that. We're, we're talking to uh, State Representative Dave Greenspan, who's updating us on what's going on in Columbus this, uh, this cold winter January. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back with uh, Representative Dave Greenspan in a few moments. You're listening to Nick Phillips here on WHK, The Advocate. Don't go away. Hi, I'm Pat Lamb. Select Insurance Services is a family-run business and your personal shopper for auto, home, and business insurance. Plus, I'm Dave Ramsey's endorsed local provider. I think you'll agree, insurance is confusing, but at the same time, it's very important to your financial security. We believe insurance should be secured through a professional. Why? Because one wrong click in the do-it-yourself plan could cost you everything. Our approach stands out because we ask the right questions, listen to your personal situation, and share our knowledge to close potential 
coverage gaps. This is an experience a do-it-yourself plan can't provide. Did you know there could be a coverage gap when you drive someone else's car? So call us today, 440-237-8555, or check us out at selectinsservice.com. 440-237-8555, or selectinsservice.com. Hi, this is Nick Phillips, host of The Advocate. Pat Lamb and Select Insurance have been my insurance agents for years. Wonderful to work with and never a hassle. Call Pat Lamb at Select Insurance for your insurance needs. More than just a dentist, Dr. Carl Hedgie provides dental treatments for occlusions, TMJ problems, and for aesthetic rehabilitation. In dental practice for over 30 years, Dr. Hedgie has provided state-of-the-art dental treatment for all of his patients. Dr. Carl Hedgie is skilled at treating and resolving complicated dental problems. Located across from the North Royalton High School, call Dr. Hedgie's office for an appointment or visit his website at drhedgie.com. That's Dr. Carl Hedgie, H-E-G-Y-I at 440-237-3338 for the very best in dental care. Children, the product of a married couple who were once in love. Unfortunately, sometimes the marriage does not work and parents must get divorced. This is traumatic for the children as well as for the adults. The law firm of Phillips & Millie offers advice and representation in family law matters. Remember, your children are entitled to the utmost consideration when mom and dad have to part. Phillips and Millie, your local law firm on the west side of Middleburg Heights. Telephone 440-243-2800. Attention drivers and passengers too. January 22 to 27 is National Drug and Alcohol Facts Week. Did you know that over 10,000 people die each year from drunk driving? And in 2016, 44% of drivers in fatal crashes tested positive for drugs. That's up 28% from just 10 years prior. A safe driver is a sober, undistracted driver who follows the law. Find more data and tips about all things related to driver education and safety at driversed.com. Welcome back, Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with our final segment of The Advocate for tonight. Again, thank you for joining us on one of these cold winter nights here in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, we have with us State Representative Dave Greenspan, which we always appreciate him coming on and giving us an update and a, a view into what's going on in our Ohio legislature. Uh, Dave, thank you for joining us again. Oh, absolutely. Happy to be here. Now, as we're, we're talking about this uh, being in January, where you have almost a third of the legislators uh, who are brand new coming into the General right. Assembly, uh, reminds me a couple of weeks ago we were in Colorado and in Denver we were visiting the uh, legislature there and they were going through the training sessions where they had all the newly elected freshman uh, legislators there and they had uh, the experienced people up there and the clerks and everything telling them, how to pass a bill, how does the parliamentary procedure work, and uh, the nuts and bolts of actually sitting through a session. Is that something we do here in Ohio as well? We do. We do. And actually, uh, that's, that actually happens at the end of November uh, when the uh, Legislative Service Commission, which is the group that, that not only, first of all, the nonpartisan um, group and independent from legislative uh, control or, or, or direction, uh, they're the group that drafts our um, all of our legislation. Uh, they conduct a, a a non-biased, non-partisan, uh, multi-day session. It sounds like a lot what what you experienced, and um, because a number of members you know come to the legislature from from some come from from one chamber to the other, and and the sessions are 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 combined. So it's a House and Senate training session so but members come from one chamber to the other um but oftentimes you have members who come in from who are county commissioners or other elected offices throughout the state but more often and we're finding this is is folks come to the general assembly with with no legislative experience whatsoever and so not only you know i always joke you know the the first year you're in in the general assembly the two things you know is, is is you know, where are the restrooms in the Capitol and how do I get out of the Capitol after 5 p.m.? Right. Because they, they restrict access. And, you know, jokingly, obviously I'm joking with those two scenarios, but a lot of, a lot of, a lot, there's the way the legislature operates is very unique and very different than the way that other legislative bodies throughout the state operate, whether you're at a county level. And, and here in Coyote County, we have a legislative branch in the county council. But the but and and Summit County has a similar structure, 
but the other 86 counties do not. And so they don't, if you come up as a county commissioner, it's a different legislative process. If you come in through a city council, there is a legislative process, but it's different. And uh, townships operate much like counties, county commissioner structure in so far as their hands-on approach. So, you know, every county, uh, every um, political subdivision has their own, have their own nuances, but there's only one for the state house. And so it's a, it's a very intense process where you meet with the clerk staff, as you mentioned, they talk about the legislative process, they meet with legislative services, there's some ethics training that goes on with the, with the Ohio Ethics Commission, um, the inspector general comes in and explains the do's and don'ts and you know what to do and what not to do, and uh, then there are various legislative committees that come into play, or, or, legislative, or current legislators that come in and give their perspective on various issues, you know, what to expect. You know they're gonna. You know at that point you you more than likely do not have your your office staff, your aide, and if you're in the house you have one. If you're in the Senate you have two. More than likely you have interviewed your staff. So you know what is it when you're interviewing for a staff level position? Are you looking for because it's different. You know it's different than 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 um, many other positions because of the the in depth relationships that are developed with constituents to learn how to deal with the various issues that they may be facing. Uh, it's not just answering the phone and and, um, and managing a, a calendar. It's, it's managing constituent issues, uh, constituent communications, uh, and the legislative process itself, uh, and what it takes to get a bill you know, from, from concept to draft and then assisting the member through the legislative process. So it's a, it's a somewhat unique skill set, and uh, so there's a lot of time spent on making sure that you're when you're interviewing, you understand what, what the roles and responsibilities are of your legislative aide, because at the same time, you're learning the intricacies of what your roles and responsibilities are. So there's some, some sufficient time um, spent on that, uh, some general administrative and housekeeping functions um, as being a, an, an employee of the state and how to navigate through, you know, the various opportunities you know that 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 someone has as being a member of the legislature. So, yeah, our our process is very very similar to what you saw in Colorado, but there is a, a separate process than the caucus meetings that uh, that happen to to vote on or discuss legislative priorities and and, and things along those lines. And uh, in the short amount of time we have left, we have about uh, oh about five minutes. Uh, what I'm going to try is something different because I know you're so articulate and you have a handle on all of these things. I'm just going to name a couple of topics for 2019. And uh, whichever ones you want to choose to give us an update on very quickly in the last few minutes. Sure. Uh, state finances, how are we doing with income? Uh, employment, how are we doing with our unemployment rate? Opioids, how are we fighting that? And the final thing, impact of legalized marijuana actually being sold in the state now. Okay. All right. So, so we, we can go for hours, but we'll give a few minutes. Yeah. On one yeah. Choice. So generally, generally the, the, as far as the, the general financial health of the state uh, revenues, we got an update uh, yesterday. Uh, revenues uh, for the state of Ohio are up. They're, they, they're exceeding the budget projections, even exceeding the projections that were, that um, that uh, now former Governor Kasich announced um, just a few months ago. So revenue is up. We also heard that 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 spending is down. Um, which means obviously there's going to be a, a, another surplus. Uh, last year we experienced about a $650 million surplus. We were not given a number as to what the anticipated surplus is for this year, but we, there, it is anticipated that we will, we will have a surplus, um, which is good because obviously if you're, if you're able to exceed your revenues and you're able to manage your expenses, then that's what the taxpayers of the state expect us to do. Um, what, 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 give, what, give me another one of your questions. I know uh, you, the unemployment rates here in Ohio. How are we yeah. doing with uh, employment, unemployment, and our workforce? Yeah, so unemployment um, was just reported has been flat. I believe, meaning that we didn't see an increase or decrease. And I believe we are we are in in the four point range, um, not four point oh, but you know, in, in the four point four percent range of unemployment. It's good that our employment is is not increasing. So. The fact that we remained uh, remained flat, uh, at least, is, is an indicator that that things are 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 moving in the right direction. You know, one of the things that's just interesting, and we've been talking about these five hundred thousand plus new jobs that have been created in Ohio in the last eight years, and you would anticipate, and now we're starting to see estimates that the actual state population is increasing. 
And so obviously you would anticipate that those who are, who are able and looking for work would be able to find the work, which we're seeing as an increase in the 500,000 or so plus new jobs. But at the same time, as a state, we've been trying to attract new people into the state. And I did see a, an early census number uh, that, that said that Ohio's population is now close to 11.7 million, which is up from the numbers we've been using between 11.5 and 11.6. So the point is, is that is that we're starting to see a rebound in our population, and although in Northeast Ohio, I would argue, and I haven't seen any specific data, our population numbers are remaining are are, are remaining flat, which is significant since for for years we've been seeing decreases in population. Uh, I'm curious and eager to look at the next uh, census data to see if we've actually increased population. So state population is going well. Obviously, it ties in the workforce development right? Um, because these jobs are, are being filled, but there are still more jobs that need to be filled. And we have, have fewer people looking for jobs than we have jobs available. And so we need to ensure that those people who are looking have the skills necessary to fill these jobs. So our employers will continue to look at Ohio as an opportunity, as a land of opportunity when it comes to identifying skilled, competent, qualified uh, uh, workforce. And so we're continuing to work work with that. Uh, Jobs Ohio is doing a good job uh, in in attracting these businesses. And, and Team Neo up here as the Jobs Ohio uh, agent is doing a good job as well. And they're they're actively engaged. You know, as is you know, Greater Cleveland Partnership and all of our chambers of commerce. So things on those on those fronts are are moving well. And uh, as as well, indicated by by decreasing or, or flat uh, unemployment. Well, very good. Well, I, I think that uh, is, is plenty to have us chew on between now and next month. But it sounds like a very optimistic uh, forecast for 2019 and going into 2020. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how this works out and getting your update uh, next month to see how this is all playing out. But State Representative Dave Greenspan, thank you so much for joining us. Great. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Oh, my pleasure. We'll, we'll have you on again in February. And uh, that's it for tonight. So thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week, same time, same station. So between now and then, have a great week. Good night. And I sat and watched the Zanzibar sunset, sat and drank my fresh mint tea, with nothing to do until morning, and only my mind. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.